Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I have thoughts I got on, on Ken Dorsey, just my reaction to what I've heard. There was the initial reaction to the hiring. Now we're in the reaction to the reaction phase from all of our Buffalo guests. And I'm going to get to that later in the show. But... I don't know, like, I do see value in coaches being more of a CEO type. And, you know, we we have conflated that CEO type to mean they have no say in any of the football decisions. And in reality, the CEO types are not all the same, right? Like, if we look to the situation, Dabo Sweeney was a CEO type in college, ran a different program than Urban Meyer, who by the end of his time was more of a CEO type, right, uh, in the NFL, uh, there are guys like Andy Reid and Kyle Shanahan who call the plays. There are also guys who are more uh, CEO types, like Pete Carroll was not calling the defense in Seattle the last time, the last few years he was there. But he, as a CEO, would look different than, I don't know, somebody like Sean McDermott, who had, was kind of there. But then this year, Sean takes back the defensive play call. But like even before that, Sean McDermott was always more heavily involved on defense than offense. So we we try and shoehorn coaches into specific silos. Oh, you're a CEO. You're an offensive play caller. You're a defensive play caller. You're uh you're a coach's coach. Or you're you're a coach's coach. You're a you're a player's coach. You're a authoritarian. And the reality is those are kind of generic labels that they might have characteristics of. Like with Kevin, I don't ever want Kevin to not be involved in the conversation about calling plays. That's different than him calling every single play. And I do think getting out of the call sheet, like having, he, it's his whoopee. He's never not going to have it. But like, and I, and by the way, it's not just him. Andy, it's Andy Reid's whoopee. It's Kyle Shanahan. It's Sean McVay's whoopee. So uh, that, that felt like a shot at Kevin. I want to walk that back. Um, all guys who like to call plays or feel safest calling plays, that's, gonna be the thing you're gonna be in the, the 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 call sheet but you don't have to be in it on every single play and it'll be really interesting I don't know that I have a preference a, a staunch preference I don't know that Ken Dorsey calling plays versus Kevin Stefanski is automatically going to be a failure one way or the other but I still I still have questions about the Ken Dorsey hiring that I'm not I'm I'm more comfortable than I was when he was being interviewed I still am not all the way there yet uh, so great stuff with Mike Lombardi there. Now, getting from the play-calling conversation, the head coaching conversation, to the quarterback gatekeeping conversation. 
Yesterday, we got into the conversation surrounding Lamar Jackson and the fact that Lamar was taking flack for his team being the number one seed in the AFC. Honestly, you could have, at any point in this season, called them the best team in football, not just their own conference, the best team in football, and most of the season, you'd be right. And so Lamar's taken a lot of flack. And there are extremes in this conversation, which is what I try to avoid. But Ken and Anthony weighed in on this this morning and, and started talking about, you know, the, the impossibility of matching up to Pat, Pat Mahomes. We try to find a cheat code to everything we do in Sports Talk Radio. And I'm telling you right now, all you have to do is sit there and say, Lamar Jackson is not an elite quarterback. Why? Well, he can't beat Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is as tough a quarterback as you're going to find to beat. And only really one guy, excuse me, two have beaten him. Joe Burrow and Tom Brady. Then, you know, you take the Eagles and Jalen Hurts gets to the Super Bowl last year and gets no credit for doing so. So yeah. we've just determined that we're not going to give credit to any of these quarterbacks. They're all bad. They're all frauds. Dak Prescott is now a fraud forever. Like, we're just going to keep doing this with all the best quarterbacks. And it just seems like we're having silly arguments to diminish every single and good team exactly. and good player and good coach. It's, so it's, it's always, we'll wait and see, and if he gets over him, great. But not how many other guys can't get over Patrick Mahomes. So Tom they Brady got go over down. him twice, right? Tom Brady got over him once in the AFC and once in the Super Bowl in the NFC. And that's right, the greatest who ever played, and the other one's going to be a Hall of And Joe Burrow. That's, that's all we got in the league right now, folks. And, like, and, that doesn't mean that every other quarterback is a fraud. Every team is a fraud. So I understand the greater point that Ken and Anthony are making, and we actually agree on the high-level point, that if everything is, did you beat Pat Mahomes, yes or no, and if it's a no, you're a scrub, then the reality is it's, it's, it's a flawed conversation. So I actually agree with that. I mean, I think, I honestly think quarterback tiers are the most genius thing you can have. The problem is everybody's bastardized it and co-opted it so that they could just try and make uh, some sort of a, a statement about individual quarterbacks. Oh, well, I'm Kirk Cousins isn't a top 15 quarterback because I want to get the clicks. That's the concern, right? Chris Sims does it every offseason, and he does it in the quietest time of the year so people pay attention to Chris Sims' quarterback tiers. But I digress. There's a few things that I think are bizarre. I don't think Ken and Anthony are saying we can't have the conversation about Lamar Jackson after the Kansas City loss. But I don't hear them actually have the conversation. So I think they're saying like, well, there's just got to be something reasonable here. We can agree on that. But I think one thing that I vehemently disagree is the wait. And, well, we're just going to have to wait and see. That's not really how talking sports with your buddy works. Like the whole thing of sports talk is it's you and me sitting on uh, a bench just talking sports. Like I love when like I was at the uh, the, the daddy-daughter dance this weekend. I had a, a few people come up to me and they're like, I don't want to you know, talk sports for a living. And I'm like, guys, I would do it for free. It's the dirtiest secret. I love doing it at any point. I am willing. The, the time where it's tough to talk sports is when you're in between breaks and you have to talk sports off air. That's the tough time. When I'm away from work, no. I enjoy talking sports at all time. But the whole point of, and the thing that makes sports talk, and I don't mean just sports talk the format, I mean just talking sports with your friends, is that three people can view the same game and have different takeaways. 
And I don't know if it's Twitter. I don't know if it's um, social media at large. I don't know if it is. I, I don't know if it's the maybe a greater indictment on where the the country is in terms of having actual conversations and how we've never been more against any sort of mentality that falls out of line with the way we think. But what I can tell you is differing opinions is good. Like, listen, the extremes are bat bleep insane. The people who say Lamar is a scrub because he didn't win on, on Sunday are insane. They're, they're, they're just disregarding the reality that Lamar is an electric, amazing quarterback to watch. And the people who say, well, anything Lamar does is good, is it, that's good enough. No, that's the participation trophy side of this. Listen, here's the realities with Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is one of the five best quarterbacks in the NFL. At points, he is he is vacillated to between being incredibly overrated and incredibly underrated. And a lot of that is because he has been fantastic in the regular season. This season, I mean, guys, he is the rightful MVP. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Now, you can say, well, if Mahomes had had a better year or if somebody else had a more statistically prevalent year, that would be the MVP. I don't care about that. The point is, he was the best quarterback in the NFL on the best team in the NFL this year, MVP. But then when you stack up what he's done in the postseason, and there are valid reasons why he hasn't really won a lot in the postseason, some of it being injuries and being opportunities. But for a guy that has been an MVP starting in his second year in the NFL in 2019, he's got two playoff wins. That's not enough. So just when we start with, all right, this is an elite quarterback. Is he matching that elite regular season play by being elite in the postseason? The answer is no. Because Pat Mahomes wasn't elite in the second half against uh, Baltimore, but he won the game. And this is, unfortunately, the conversation comes down to, did you win enough playoff games and which quarterbacks did you beat? And Lamar went up against the ultimate litmus test. And here's why it matters. Because if Lamar had beaten Pat, there would there would have been every analyst in the NFL saying he got over the hump, he is now anointed, Lamar is a future Hall of Famer. All those things would have been true if he won. But yet, when he loses, you can't say, in real time, that's a disappointment. For a guy who is shown to be elite in the regular season, a guy who had elite plays in that game, a guy who looked elite against Baltimore. He did not match up against Pat Mahomes. He did not outdo Pat Mahomes. 
that's different than the conversation that I think people try to have, which is, oh, does this mean he's not elite? I don't even know what that means anymore. I don't even know the validity of that conversation. If I want to talk about the ninth best quarterback in the NFL and whether they're elite, that makes sense. You want to talk about Baker Mayfield making the Pro Bowl and getting a playoff win. You want to talk about Baker being elite? All right, that's a conversation that probably has more validity because more people will have differing opinions on it. So if the conversation is, is Lamar still good even though he lost to Patrick Mahomes? Guys, you would be a fool to not say yes. But this idea that we have to wait and see on every single quarterback conversation that all of a sudden it's the quarterback gatekeepers that are failures and it's they're too stringent and they're too their their bar is too high guys that's the point the goal is to have a high bar patrick mahomes is the bar and if we're going to if we're going to anoint joe burrow as this otherworldly quarterback because 2 years ago he beat pat mahomes then when somebody who has yet to beat Mahomes or who's yet to be a Super Bowl or, in the case of Lamar, who has two playoff wins in six years as a starter, five years as a starter, then, guys, you got to have the other side of the conversation. And yet, when it comes to the quarterback gatekeeping conversation, Lamar has not beaten Pat. Until he does, there's, or until he wins a Super Bowl, one of those two things have to be true. It's going to be the conversation. The idea that only Tom Brady and only Joe Burrow have beaten Pat Mahomes, yeah, that's a high bar. That's the point. Because you're not grading Lamar Jackson against Baker. You're not grading Lamar Jackson against um, you're not against uh, even Deshaun Watson right now. You're grading him against Joe Burrow. You're grading him against Josh Allen. You're grading him against Pat Mahomes. And he faced off against one of those three quarterbacks in the playoffs and lost. Immediately going to the elite conversation is very lazy. I, we are in complete agreement on that. But also, there's there's a complete straw man that Lima had within that, and I say that lovingly. Um, the idea that Jalen Hurts got no credit for what he did last year is laughable. I, got I, a contract I, for it. Uh, yeah, got a contract for it was honestly, he is anointed. And this year, now were people saying this year he wasn't the same quarterback? Yes, but they were still comparing him to last year's quarterback. But just the greater conversation, I just don't think you should run from having an honest conversation about great quarterbacks. Because guys, you want to hear unfair? Dan Marino's one of the five best passing quarterbacks of all time. He never beat Joe Montana. He never won a Super Bowl. He never, when you think about it, like he just never achieved the team success that we gauge a quarterback by. Dan Marino has been wildly, I mean, like to a ridiculous degree forgotten in NFL history. Why? Because he didn't win a Super Bowl and he didn't beat the other quarterback, the quarterback, Joe Montana, of his time. Is it fair? It doesn't matter. Guys, that's the whole point. Somebody's got to be number one. Somebody's got to be two. Somebody's got to be remembered. Somebody's to be forgotten. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? 
Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.